Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, all one word. You can try and be nice and get Trump supporters to take the vaccine, or you can attack them and scratch that itch of your hatred for Trump supporters, but you can't have both. What do you do? Listening to the new uh, Bill Maher podcast, they're talking about the so-called pandemic of the unvaccinated, as people are putting it right now. And I'm listening, not watching, so I can't really see who these people are. But basically, it's Bill Maher, uh, some white guy, and then some, I assume, black female politician. And basically, what I think they all agree on is if you're a Trump supporter and you don't want to get the vaccine, then, you know, you are the most evil person in the world. You know, done. There you go. You have been judged. Done. Most evil ever. But then there's black people who don't want to get vaccinated. There's Hispanic people who don't want to get vaccinated. And there's young people who don't want to get vaccinated. And uh, those people are just fine. They're great. They're wonderful. Those are the most wonderful people in the world, possibly. So whatever. Trump derangement syndrome continues. I mean, no reason why I wouldn't. But the reason why I think the lady, she's a rep from Virgin I think she's a representative from the Virgin Islands. I think the reason why I think that lady must be black is because she said this about the Tuskegee thing. She said, you know, the Tuskegee thing is a little overhyped. You know, they weren't giving black men the disease. And so I've looked this up on Wikipedia, but let's talk about this. So the idea, basically the reason why it's okay for black people to not want to get the vaccine is because of what happened in Tuskegee. I think that's Alabama, a place in Alabama. And so what actually happened there, because I've, I've heard of that. And so I think th- these are the things I've been told. Um, and then I'll tell you what the truth is. So I think I've been told, and I believe this. I mean, you know, if you would have asked me for the first 45 years of my life, or at least, you know, from when I was age 20 to 45, what happened at Tuskegee, I'd be like, oh, they gave a bunch of black army men syphilis so they could study what syphilis does. And maybe somewhere in there, I also heard that they didn't give these black men syphilis, but they left them untreated so they could see what it does. You know, I mean, like, whatever. It's almost like killing. It's almost like murder. I mean, if you can die from syphilis, and you probably can, then that was like murder. But anyways, what really happened, I mean, you can look this stuff up on Wikipedia, right? There's a million people saying those two things, that one or, one or the other of those two things that I said. They can look it up on Wikipedia and find out that they're completely wrong. But anyways, there's, so there's syphilis. And then there's late syphilis. And then I think there's late, late syphilis. And I could be wrong about the, the late part. You know, maybe it's final or late stage. Maybe it's late stage syphilis and then late, late stage syphilis. But anyways, you get the idea. Late and late, late. And I believe to this day, um, late, late syphilis is incurable. I think if you got normal syphilis, they just give you like, whatever, an antibiotic and you're done. So that's fine. But anyways, back when they were doing the Tuskegee experiment, um, late stage, you know, one late, late stage syphilis was also incurable. I think now they can cure late syphilis, but not late, late. Anyways, so these guys had, I think, I think they had late or they had late, late. Either way, it was incurable syphilis. Now, the army did do something that was horrendous. It just wasn't like murder, like people think. And what they did was like, okay, these guys got completely incurable syphilis. And then here's the malpractice. I mean, major, mega, big-time malpractice. They did not tell the men that they had it. And I don't know why they thought that was a good idea for the study. But that's what they did, and it was wrong. 
But anyways, I've heard, you know, a couple, uh, whatever, ever so slightly non-Trump deranged uh, black people talk about the situation. And I forget who said this, but the other thing was like, you know, if you if you did a, a survey of black people and asked them, like, what happened at Tuskegee? The answer is going to be like, I don't know. It's not a fam- it's just not a famous thing. You know, if you got your master's, if you're a white person with a master's degree in history from Ivy League, you know all about Tuskegee. But, you know, if you're a black plumber in Michigan, uh, you probably don't spend a lot of time learning about Tuskegee, do you? Oh, and another group who doesn't want to take the vaccine is religious people. You know who's religious? Black people and Hispanics. So anyways, there's just some information for you. Uh, People are trying to shoehorn their politics into every single thing they possibly can, and this is just another one of those things. You know, and then Bill Maher mentions this. Like, remember the old kind of anti-vaxxers? I mean, we used to hear about them all the time. Like, you don't hear about those people anymore. I mean, have they changed their mind? You know, because those people are on the... Those are, those are like super ultra-liberal people. Rich, you know, Ivy League liberal people. That was, that was the old-school anti-vaxxer. Like Jenny McCarthy, the most famous one. She's not a Trump supporter. Like, she's a crazy... You know, she's probably a Marxist. She's a crazy, loony liberal on the left. And I think they did, like, a, a survey... Maybe it was at the county level of Americans, like... They looked at, like, how many kids in schools were unvaccinated, and I think, like, you know, like, the richest places in, I think, Northern California, like San Francisco or whatever, whatever, the various Montecito, I don't know what those counties are, but the, the rich counties in the, in the Bay Area were, like, the highest unvaccinated children rate in the nation. So you don't hear, I mean, you know, these people are all going to be, they all hate Trump, they all support Black Lives Matter, and I haven't heard anyone mention, like, what are they doing? Are they getting vaccinated now? Or is it just, is that just another inconvenient fact? I would love to know if Jenny McCarthy has gotten the vaccine. And Jim Carrey, he was with her, like, that whole time. She was going crazy about that stuff. And he was also crazy about whatever. Just crazy, crazy. And I have a friend. He lived in California, I think, in one of those unvaccinated places. And then California, I think, forced that you can't go to school anymore unless you get the vaccine. But he moved to Idaho, where they don't do that. Then I have another buddy. I told him that story, and he's like, that guy's a murderer. And this is before COVID. People get riled up, I'll say that. All right, now they're talking about the January 6th commission. Uh, said something that made me laugh, so I figured I'd tell you about it. And I think I should, you know, I should remind everyone, I'm not a Republican. Never voted a Republican in my life. I'm not a Trump supporter. Trump is a crazy person. I just hate people who have Trump derangement syndrome. I'm a man, a man without a party. I'm a man without a country, or whatever the saying is. But anyways, this representative lady, she's like, you know, oh, if the Republicans wanted to participate in this commission, you know, they had their chance, but they didn't take it. And so we're going to do it without them. And we're going to do it so that we make sure that this never happens again. Which anyways, that's making me chuckle again. The idea that this one-sided thing about January 6th is going to prevent right-wing violence is absolutely laughable. I mean, I was laughing very hard just a little while ago. Should have caught it on the... Should have caught it on this recording. But, you know, this is... I mean, whatever. This is just like sanctions on Cuba, sanctions on Iran, all sorts of stuff. Whatever. Getting in a feud with your neighbor. Being mean to people 
never makes them shape up and be nice in return. If you want people on the right to really effing hate you, then do a commission like this. If you want to lower the temperature, then do something different, probably the opposite, or nothing at all. But anyways, there's just a, a certain percentage of Democrats who, uh, they want their pound of flesh. They want, you know, they want to be able to watch something on the news where people are uh, criticizing and, uh, whatever, alienating people on the right. They love that stuff. Pound of flesh. I think that's from um, The Merchant of Venice, which is a Shakespeare play. And I think I saw that when I was a kid, and it was kind of, was kind of interesting. Like, there's a guy named Shylock. He's a Jew. I think Shylock now is like a, whatever. That's almost a word that, you know, it's like a... Anyways, Shylock means Jew now because that was the name of the Jew in Merchant of Venice. And there was some sort of deal, like he was not, he was the bad guy. And there, he made some sort of deal with, I don't know, the good guys, maybe, you know, like some young Christians or something. Young Christian man, I think. I don't remember that part. But I think, let's just pretend it's a young Christian man. The young Christian man who's, you know, uh, whatever, he's the good guy in the story. He had to borrow money from Shylock. And Shylock didn't like that guy. And... The agreement was, you know, I'll give you this money. If you don't pay it back, I get a pound of flesh. And the part that kind of surprised me when I was a kid, you know, like when I was a kid and I heard this, I was like, oh, a pound of flesh. You know, I mean, you know, I guess they're going to cut off part of your thigh or something like that. I mean, that would be gross, but okay, a pound of flesh, that's a pretty terrible thing. But, you know, I was like, basically, like, you'll live through it. Anyways, that was just what my young mind jumped to. And then I think I was pretty kind of surprised and shocked, you know, as a young, impressionable youth, um, when it turned out what they meant, you know, the, the specific pound of the person's body that, they were, that he was going to take was the heart.